Hey, sinners, what's going on out there? I have a serious question for you. Where the hell did all of the evangelicals go? Hey, welcome back to the Bible Belt Atheist Podcast. That's right, I'm going to start out the new year with a question. Where the hell did they go? They're still here. They're still around. But for some reason, they've gotten really quiet. As an example, at work, where I work in my office setting a couple hours every day, where everybody wanted to talk about religion and politics the last five, six years, all of a sudden now, no one wants to talk about religion with me. No one wants to talk about politics with me anymore. Now, I never started these conversations, but I oftentimes finished them, but nobody's bringing it up. Everybody wants to talk about, you know, Elon Musk, or they want to talk about what's going on in football, or they want to talk about, you know, all the average water cooler type conversation stuff, but nobody's brought up politics to me recently. And that's because I work with a lot of evangelical right-wing conservative Republicans. And they've been really quiet lately. And maybe maybe they're embarrassed. They would never admit it. They would never come out and say, holy shit, our party has just shit the bed and embarrassed us. They would never admit that. But that's what's going on. I mean, in the last several months, we've had the Herschel Walker show. We've now had the uh, Kevin McCarthy for the speaker show, uh, we've had all of this ridiculous nonsense and bullshit that we've had to endure. And uh, yeah, it, it's they're finally starting to be embarrassed. Finally, after all of the bullshit that they've put normal, uh, sane people through with all of their propaganda and all of their I don't know. It's, it's hard to describe. It's just chatter. It's just chatter. It's like when I played little league and all the kids on the other team were trying to chatter while I was trying to hit the ball. That's exactly what their nonsense has sounded like in my head. The last five years It's just fucking chatter, but they're, they're backing off of me. I didn't ask them to, I didn't say, Hey, leave me alone. I'm fragile. No, I didn't do that. I fought back with words many times, many, many times had a few mic drop moments as a matter of fact. But it seems like it's all starting to die down a little bit. And I started to think, did did Trump and Pence take Jesus with them when they moved out of the White House? Is that what happened? Is they, they took Jesus in and we had four or five years of bullshit and rhetoric and, and propaganda coming from the religious right. And then when they left, it's like Jesus moved out with them. How many bags did Jesus have to move out? Do you think he just walked through the walls and just disappeared like a ghost or, or was there a moving truck that had to pull out and take all of his shit? I don't know. I would think, I would think that Jesus is a, probably a pretty light packer. I mean, one pair of sandals and a robe and I mean, you know, what else do you need in life? It wasn't like he had a lot of hair care products or anything that he moved in with, but yeah, I think Trump and Pence may have just taken Jesus with them and it's, quite hilarious. Even now, people are starting to create distance between themselves and Donald Trump. Um, it, it's it's so fun to watch. I did the podcast, I guess, a couple of months ago about the the Republican Civil War, and it's even more than that now. It's, it's every conservative that I know, the last thing they want to talk about right now is politics. How fucking funny is that shit? They, they beat you over the head with it. You couldn't get away from them. They shoved it down your throat every chance they got. And now they don't want to talk about it anymore. They don't want to talk about it. They want to talk about 
Elon Musk and college football and all the other things in life that sane and normal people have been talking about all along. But now they want to jump into our conversation, right? They want to jump into what we're talking about instead of forcing us into their conversations. You know, it's rude to butt in. It's really rude to just jump into a conversation and start talking, trying to fit in. But that's what they're doing. And I think it's hysterical. I just absolutely think it's fucking hysterical. My beliefs haven't changed. Not one bit. My thought processes haven't changed. Um, They've come to me now. They're wanting to talk to me on my level instead of trying to force me into their conversation. I think it's fucking hilarious. And if you've watched what's been going on over the last several months, it's been pretty fucking funny. Uh, John Stewart actually said something hilarious the other day, you know, with everything that's been going on with the speaker of the house. He said, this is the best season of C-SPAN ever. They even put individual cameras in, in into the floor of the House of Representatives so you could see individual people and see their facial expressions. If you remember in the past, C-SPAN was like just one or two cameras. You had whoever was speaking at the podium, and then you had a wide shot of the entire chamber. Where now, through all this, they've had several cameras floating around, and it's caught some interesting stuff. But most of all, it's it's caught the Republicans arguing and fighting amongst themselves while the Democrats just sit there and smile. It's funny. It's fucking hilarious, except for the fact that these are the people running our goddamn country. Now, as, as fun as it is to laugh at these people and make fun of them, they're actually in charge. The people that I've been making fun of all along for six years, seven years now, are actually in fucking charge. They actually have some decision-making power. The people that I think are completely insane and have no common sense whatsoever have more power than I do in my life. So it's a double-edged sword. Yeah, I get the comedy. I get the being able to say, I told you so. But I have to also admit that these people are running shit. These people are running shit. That's a scary proposition. So the evangelicals in particular have laid low quite a bit, but they've taken a few, uh, few heavy blows over the last few years. Um, first of all, the Messiah, Mr. Trump did not get reelected. And, you know, even after the election was over and even after the January 6th insurrection, there were a lot of evangelicals that were saying the Lord's going to come back and, and he's going to put Donald Trump back in the white house. It wasn't going to be an election. It wasn't going to be a political stunt. It was just going to be the long-haired Ted Nugent-looking guy was going to come down, he was going to pick up Donald Trump, and he was going to magically place him back in the Oval Office. Well, that didn't happen. And there have been other evangelical uh, missteps over the last few years. Here locally for me in Lynchburg, you know, watching the fall of the Falwells, isn't kind of ironic that his name is Fallwell? How well did he really fall, though? I mean, think about it. But the Falwell family... 
showing their true colors finally after all these years. That was another one of those I told you so moments to my colleagues and and people that I know on a on a regular level here in town. It was it was it's kind of fun to watch them crumble, but again, did the evangelicals learn from this? Did they learn anything from this? Probably not. Probably not. You have to have some level of intelligence to learn something, and I don't think they have that. But the last few months have been just crazy. I mean, batshit crazy. I've used that term more in the last three to four months than I think I ever have. You know, you, you got the debacle that is Herschel Walker, uh, my hero who fell from grace, and now I consider him a complete fucktard. Thank you, Herschel, for ruining my childhood dreams. Um, yeah, Herschel took a, quite the fall. And uh, this George Santos character, who I never heard of until about a month ago, uh, was elected to Congress in the great state of New York and come to find out that he lied about everything. I mean, they're not even sure his name is George Santos, right? Did I hear, and I don't know if this is true, I got to do some research when I'm done recording this. Did I hear that he came out and said that he's black? Did I hear that? I think I heard that. Wow, this guy literally lied about everything. Everything. There's not one part of his life that he told the truth about. But he got elected and he got sworn in. Holy shit. He admitted he lied. It's not like he lied and we're waiting for um for justice to play out. It's not like he lied and now there's an investigation and we're trying to get to the bottom of it. The motherfucker admitted he lied. And the Republicans let him be sworn in anyway. That should tell you right there everything you need to know about the Republican Party. You do not have to tell the truth. As a matter of fact, you can lie about everything and still represent their party. It's actually, it's mind-blowing that we're in this position in our country. I just, just when you think things can't get any worse or can't get any sillier, boom. The Republicans throw you a fastball right down the middle. Holy shit. And these people who did not want Kevin McCarthy to be Speaker of the House, the biggest voice was Matt Gates, the guy that there's text messages and cash app purchases. There's a whole trail that show him, you know, having sex with underage girls and, and sex trafficking, bringing girls across state lines for sexual purposes. And this guy, this guy is going to talk shit about anybody else. Okay. You got, all of these crazy, whacked out, far right Republicans who still believe that Donald Trump is the man for the job, who still believe that Democrats um, kill babies and drink their blood, and they still believe that everything is determined by their God. That see, that's. That's where I have to ask questions. Like if everything happens according to God's will, if everything happens according to God's will, don't you think Herschel Walker would have been able to pull out faster? Don't you think maybe 
the Almighty would have put a condom on his dick or something without him knowing? Don't you think something could have happened to prevent all this chaos and, and stupidity? I don't know. If the Almighty was so Almighty, then why do his believers continue to look so fucking ridiculous? Don't you don't you think he has a little bit of pride? Don't you think that guy's like, you know, you created the world and everything in it and you control everything? Don't you at for once not want to be embarrassed by your followers? I mean, if I controlled everything. I would hope I could control the level of embarrassment for people that actually buy into my bullshit. But no, no, it doesn't work that way. The true believers, the people that believe with all their heart that there is a God and he controls everything and that he sent Donald Trump here to save us. They believe that with all their heart and they're not afraid to be embarrassed because of their beliefs. They're not afraid of the shame and the ridicule that they have to endure on a daily basis because they continue to do dumb shit. Uh, The Almighty should have more control of his fucking people, don't you think? Don't you think he should sit them down and say, look, if you keep fucking underage girls, I'm going to strike you down. Oh, wait, there's something in his book about fucking underage girls. Okay, so maybe that's not really in his mind. Maybe that's not a crime. Maybe that's not a sin. I don't think any of the Ten Commandments say anything about not fucking kids. I mean, at least that's what all the Catholics I know want to talk about. So maybe we're just judging these people in the wrong time period. Maybe we should be judging the Matt Gates of the world and the Jerry Falwells of the world. Maybe we should be judging them according to the times that Jesus supposedly lived in. Maybe we should go back to those standards. Maybe we should go back to the times when, let's go back to Adam and Eve, okay? Let's judge the Falwells and Matt Gates based on what was going on during the times of Adam and Eve. Well, Adam and Eve had three sons. I'll let you think about that for a minute. They populated the world with three sons. So I guess, well, number one, that tells me that incest is acceptable. And mom's not going to be able to have babies forever. So sooner or later, a girl's going to have to be born. And then, you know, what's going to have to happen then, right? We got to populate this world. Our creator says that we have to go on and populate, spread the seed. So maybe that's the problem. Maybe I'm judging these people based on the wrong time period of, of our existence. So let's, maybe we should start doing that. Maybe we should start judging all of these modern people, the Mike Pence's and the Donald Trump's and the Herschel Walker's, maybe we should start judging them based on a time that their creator existed on earth, that their creator sent his son to exist on his behalf. Maybe we should go back to that. Maybe we should go back to the time when, I don't know, 
They fed Christians to the lions. No, we can't judge them based on that because they would all be lion food, right? Think about it. So I don't know. The Republican Party has just turned us into the shit show that we are, that the rest of the world sees. Are you okay with that? Is that all all right with you? I don't know. But the evangelicals, they're laying low. They're being really quiet, especially the ones around me. I have not, any time this year, I have not heard one word out of anybody around me wanting to talk about God and his involvement in politics. It's been nice. It's been really nice. But... How long is it really going to last? So now on to a more serious subject. So now that Kevin McCarthy has been elected Speaker of the House and all that shit has played out, uh, we've basically wasted a week of our lives. And in politics, a week is a long time. We've all seen a lot of crazy stories all take place within a week. And the problem that I have as a concerned citizen is that for the last week, Uh, Our Congress has not operated at all. They can't. It can't function without the Speaker of the House. So nothing's been done. Um, The world didn't stop and wait for us, okay? Uh, National security issues have probably taken place that we haven't done anything about. Obviously, the economy needs to be addressed. Nothing's been done about that. So I've often thought to myself that working together to accomplish a common goal is the best way to do things. And the common goal, I think, for everyone now is to get our house in order. Literally, get our house in order. And the best way to do that is we all have to learn to agree to disagree. Now, there's a handful of people in the Republican Party in the House of Representatives that are trying to fuck up everything. The, the Marjorie and Tater Greens and the Laurel, Lauren, whatever the fuck her name is, and the Matt Gates and all of these stupid motherfuckers that just want to clog shit up and bog shit down. That's a real problem because that's not what they were elected to do. They were elected to fix shit, not break shit. Okay? You follow me? So... This past week has been very frustrating for me because the only thing that I heard about that was actually accomplished this week was that they swore in George Santos from New York. That's the only thing that I've heard that Congress has done this week. And that's a sad state of affairs, I got to tell you. So there's a war going on. I don't know if anybody's aware of uh, big old bully Russia attacking the Ukraine. Well, that shit, that, that shit didn't stop for a week. It didn't shut down for a week, okay? That shit's kind of still going on. And oh, by the way, everybody's worried about the economy. Now, in my mind, the fear of what's going on in the economy is kind of uh, blown out of proportion. I realize the inflation is terrible and the price of everyday goods have gone up. Groceries have gone through the roof. Gas is still you know, higher than it should be and so on and so forth. Interest rates have gone way up, which needed to happen. I hate to break it to you, but interest rates needed to go up because lending institutions only make money on interest. And if they're not making money, then they're going to go away. And um, the less money that lending institutions can make, uh, the less valuable the dollar is in the global market. It's basic economics. And I'm sorry to break it to you, but the interest rates of the last, oh, I don't know, seven or eight years that were the lowest in the history of our country, 
Not good. Not good. That means a lot of people who should be making money weren't making money. So here's the deal. If a lending institution can't make money because the interest rates are too low, then they have to restrict lending. So people four or five years ago when interest rates were really low, people that deserve to get loans couldn't because the lending institutions didn't have the revenue. Think about that. I don't think that you know we need to get back to 18% interest like it was in the early 80s, but um, I would like to know that my credit union or my current lending institution is making a profit because I don't want them to go away, okay? Because I may need them one day. I may need a loan. I may need a loan. That's exactly how everybody should look at that. One day you might need them. So let's try to keep them around and keep them profitable. Uh, If you go back in history of our country and look at the Great Depression, uh, the Great Depression, part of the reason that that took place wasn't just because people couldn't find jobs, but because banks couldn't make money. Banks went under and they took a lot of people's money with them. We don't need that. Okay. So what are we going to do about these things? We've sat around for a week watching C-SPAN, watching the people that we put in office that are supposed to do productive things for us every day have done fucking nothing. They've done nothing but argue and bicker amongst themselves. While the Democrats sit there and eat popcorn. Now, I'm a little pissed off at them too that they didn't raise more of a stink. They thought it was funny. I get it. It was funny. Watching these fucking assholes argue and bicker, bicker amongst themselves about whether or not QAnon is real. Yeah. The Democrats didn't help the situation because they didn't push the agenda. Nobody from the Democratic Party stood up and said anything. Oh, except for Chuck Schumer. His stupid ass stood up and said, oh, I'm going to get some popcorn and we'll see how this plays out. Well, fuck you too, Chuck. You've been worthless for about 25 years yourself, dickhead. Because you haven't gotten anything done either. All the Democrats sit back and say, look, it's the Republicans' fault. It's the Republicans' fault. Well, guess what, motherfuckers? You're sitting back letting it happen. So shame on you too. I don't like you motherfuckers either. I hate non-productive people who get paid out of my fucking wallet. Okay? If I go somewhere, let's say I go to the car wash, okay? And I give a guy 25 bucks to wash my car. If he stands there and does nothing, it's going to piss me off. Okay? It's going to piss me off. Just saying. If I go somewhere... And I ask for a meal to be served to me and I pay for it. And everyone in the kitchen just stands around arguing amongst themselves. We would leave, right? If you sat down at a table in a restaurant and ordered a meal and all you saw were the waitresses and the cooks and everyone in the restaurant arguing and not doing anything, you would get up and leave, wouldn't you? I would. So that's our entertainment, our entertainment for the last week has been watching people that we pay really good money to stand around and do fucking nothing. Hurts my heart a little bit. Hurts my soul. These overpaid, undeserving dicks. Oh, and dick S's. There were some females there too. They're all standing around arguing. And they're not even arguing about real issues. They're arguing about each other's beliefs. Did you believe strong enough in Donald Trump? Huh? 
Did you? I got news for all the Republicans out there. Donald Trump is not the president anymore. Get the fuck over it. This would be like me sitting around going, how much do you support John F. Kennedy? You better support him a lot or I'm not going to back you. He's not the fucking president. I hate to break it to you. He's not even a fucking taxpayer, according to his tax returns. How much do we support him? Oh, but wait. Oh, that's right. He was sent here by God. He was sent here by God. So now we've got to clog up the democracy defending this motherfucker. Hmm. How's that going to work out for you? How's that going to do? If the Democrats were smart, they would be looking at the areas in which these people were elected from. And they would go ahead and start the ball rolling. Number one, getting someone electable to run against them in their market. And you might want to start running ads about how fucked up their elected officials are where they live. Maybe you should do something about it instead of sitting around watching it happen while you eat fucking popcorn, you stupid, illiterate fucks. Oh, I'm sorry. They have all the power because we put them there. So, hey, we elected them. So if they choose to sit around and eat popcorn, whose fault is it? It's our fault. It's the circle of life, Simba. It all comes back to us. And this too is why religion and the evangelical right is so fucking dangerous. Because they fuck everything up with their beliefs and nonsense. And their beliefs in Donald Trump and we're just going to shut down Congress unless you believe in Donald Trump enough. Bullshit. It's our fault. We put them there. Okay? If we have enough protest, if we have enough riots in the streets over these motherfuckers, then eventually they'll have to step down and go away. But no, we don't want to do that because we're a calm, peaceful society. No, we're not. We're not a calm, peaceful society. Anybody not remember the 80s and 90s of shooting doctors that perform abortions or setting the abortion clinics on fire? No. And that's what the Republicans know. They're willing to fight. They're willing to go in the streets and fuck shit up. But they know that the Democrats aren't. Because the Democrats just want to be all-inclusive and they want everybody to get along and they don't want anybody's feelings to get hurt and they don't want anybody to be offended. So we want to be calm and peaceful and include everybody. And the Republicans know that shit. They know we're going to sit back and watch. The Democratic Party is nothing but a bunch of fucking spectators. So fuck all of them too. I don't like any of them. In case you haven't fucking noticed, I'm not really particular about any party. I like to point out the bullshit on both sides. That's what I'm doing today, pointing out the bullshit on both sides. The Republicans have shut everything down, and the Democrats have sat there and watched. 
So who's the more wrong in this situation? Close call. Hard to say. I mean, it's easy to say everybody's wrong and everybody's fucked up, but then we have to point the finger at ourselves because we put them there. Hmm. Goes back to my original argument that I had years ago. Maybe, if this is how it's going to be, maybe, just maybe, we don't need a federal government at all. Maybe we don't need any of them. Maybe we should go back to how our founding fathers intended it to where we're all governed at the state and local level. You know, these staunch constitutionalists, right-wing evangelical constitution lovers always talk about how things were intended by the founding fathers. Well, you know what? Assholes. If everything did run as it was intended by the founding fathers, you wouldn't be a fucking senator or in the House of Representatives because that's not how it was designed. No, our founding fathers wanted us to be governed at the state and local level. They wanted you and me to be able to go to meetings in our community and decide what's best for us. That's exactly how the founding fathers wanted it. Okay? So anybody who throws that shit up of of in God we trust and the Constitution and our founding fathers and how they designed our country to operate, yeah, it's not working out that way. So when you throw that shit up and you talk about it and you use that as your defense for doing all the dumb shit you do, you're just causing more problems and you're doing it in a way that our founding fathers never intended for you to do it. So Democrats, Republicans, everyone in the federal government, all three branches of the government are fucking rotten. And you're not doing anything to better your constituents. You're not doing anything to help Americans. You're not doing anything to make our lives better. You're creating a shit show so that everyone else involved in this shit show can sit around and eat popcorn and watch. You're entertaining yourselves. You don't give a fuck about us. You don't give a fuck about the middle class. You don't give a fuck about anybody who doesn't have a job on Capitol Hill. Oh, wait, maybe you do. You probably give a fuck about Exxon and the NRA. Whoever writes the biggest check, of course you give a fuck about them. But me, you don't give a fuck about me. If you gave a fuck about me, you'd do your goddamn job. Instead of sitting around fucking arguing. These these politicians have spent the last week saying, the people in my district, my constituents, this is what they want. Well, how do we know? You're the only voice. You're the only one we get to hear from. I would love to talk to people who voted for Marjorie and Tater Green. I would love to talk to people that voted for Matt Gates. Did you get what you bargained for? Is this what you really fucking wanted? And of course, it all goes back to people vote right down the line 
these hardcore Republicans, they just vote for all the Republicans. They don't give a fuck about character or, or honesty, especially honesty. That's the big one. We don't need honest people in charge. Fuck no. Actually, this whole thing's a lot easier to pull off if honest people aren't in charge. So, man, I feel better. You feel better? I feel better. But anyway, that's, that's the whole gist of it. And that's, that's uh, what angered me this week on the Bible Belt Atheist Podcast. And it should anger you. And I'm angry for you. You may not even have thought about what this week has meant. You may not have thought about the consequences of this week and how it may affect your life. But I have. I'm thinking for you. I'm on your behalf. You may disagree with me, but that's okay because we're both on the same page. We're just trying to make shit better. Unlike the elected officials that we pay their salary of. Think about that the next time you decide to vote for somebody. You're paying them. It's coming out of your pocket. Think about that the next time you go somewhere and you go to pay for a service and the service isn't good. I got news for you. This past week on Capitol Hill, our service hasn't been so good. The chips have been stale. The meal's been cold. And um, nobody came back to refill my drink. That's how I feel. So now you're probably asking yourself, hey, Bible Belt Atheist, what are we going to do about all this? Well, as you have learned in due time of listening to this podcast, or you will learn if you're a new listener, I have all of the complaints and none of the answers. I really don't. My, my simple answer is we need to get religion out of our daily lives. We especially need to get religion out of our politics and we need to get as religion as far away from the decision makers as possible. That's really the only answer that I have. Because if you look at what's going on over the last week, it all kind of goes back to these hardcore knuckleheads that think for some reason that Donald Trump is some kind of messiah and he should be in control of everything. So, but yeah, like I said, I've got all the complaints and none of the answers. And I think that's how most of us feel. I don't think I'm alone in that. I think if, uh, if I had to go to Washington and somebody put me in charge of fixing something or fixing everything, I wouldn't even know where to begin. I mean, other than trying to eliminate all of the special interest and all the lobbyists and all of the kickbacks that the politicians get, but the politicians are never going to vote for that. They're not, they're never going to vote for getting rid of all that. That's where the, the vast majority of their income comes from. Why would they vote against that? I mean, they get to vote on their own pay raises for crying out loud. They're not going to, they're not going to vote to take money out of their pocket. No, that's never going to happen. So what is the fix? I don't know what the fix is. A lot of these, uh, Republicans that have come into the scene here in the last few years, uh, Marjorie Taylor green and Bobart and Bumbart or whatever the fuck her name is. And, all these young Republicans that are raising the biggest stink. We can learn from them because they actually had the brashness and the balls to go for it. So maybe we need some people with common sense and um, rational thinking to do the same thing. Maybe we should uh, develop those people and, and encourage them and push them forward and say, Hey, you know, sometimes all you really got to have is balls. Sometimes all you've got to have is the guts to go for it. Maybe that's the solution. Maybe we need some 
more people with similar beliefs that actually have the guts to try because that's that's where it all started right somebody had the guts to just fucking go just go get up in the morning put two feet on the ground and fucking go for it that's that's where all great movements start right thank you for listening if this is your first time i hope you enjoyed it hope you got something out of it if you're a repeat listener thank you thank you thank you greatly appreciate your time if you'd like to reach out to me please do you can email me at the bible belt atheist podcast at gmail.com no capital letters no punctuation just the bible belt atheist podcast at gmail.com thank you again for listening now don't have a wasted week like everyone did on capitol hill go out this week And make sure you can do the maximum amount of sinning. Get to it.